every single yeah. minute I felt every single time yeah. I'm saying, you want to come here? Yeah. But if Dak, when he goes to free agency, he will not have 32 offers. He will not. But Zeke was getting so many carries, bro. Yo, Zeke had the most rushing yards last year, bro. You take that away, your team's gonna suck. How many games did he play last year? Ten. Come on, what's that, please? No, most yards was uh, what? I never. That's the money. Was it AP? Fuck. No, he led after AP. He was going on. He still fucking Adrian Peterson, bro. Yeah, he was fucking him up, dog. And and no, Washington has a good offensive line, bro. The Redskins have a really. They have a good guard. They have a good offensive line, bro. Tackle. They have a. They got a good offensive line. Who is the other side of the line? They got Sheriff and Williams. That's one side. They have no center. They have fucking Moses. Yeah, that nigga's ass. Look at his grade. <laughs> Look at this shit. Look at that. Come on, man. I follow five teams in this. He's also just still Adrian Peterson, bro. I follow my yeah. Falcons. He's still I follow fucking Adrian Peterson. Yeah, like, I'm, yeah, like, I'm not. That. He's still fun. playing and at a good the level. Saints? Fuck the Saints. Bro. Oh, yeah. They definitely fuck I'm definitely tired of the Saints. I follow the Redskins because of hometown. And I follow the Seahawks because Russell Wilson is. Every year, one of the most underrated fucking players in the NFL. They underrate him every fucking year. Russell Wilson, how does he make the playoffs every year? They keep taking things away from him. They took his running back. They took his line. They took his receivers. He's they took his quarterback. They, they took his defense. And he's, he's still going 10 and 6. He's the best in the hardest division in the league. He closes out these seasons, bro. Like, no matter At how worst, they are he's the fourth best QB in the league. At fucking worst, dude. He's just throwing dimes. At worst. He's just he's got such great accuracy, bro. And he can actually sling it. You know who's the three better than You know who's the three better than him. You know who's the three better than him. He's a leader, bro. You know who they are. He leads that fucking team. He made Tyler Lockett a Pro Bowl. I got Rodgers number one, but that's perfect. Okay, so because if Rodgers is on the Patriots, they win ten Super I'm putting Brady. I'm putting Brady higher simply because he's winning right now. Look, so Tom Brady's still the top three quarterback, quarterback in the league. Yeah. I hate him, but you, you, you hate. You got damn right, Aaron Rodgers. Is, nah, but the, the Patriots are running the ball so much you know better. Than the three is they went to the run game. Of course, it has to be. You know what I'm saying? But, but after that, Russell it's Russell Wilson. Right after that, I don't know who was ahead of him. It ain't Mahomes. He had a great year. But Look, I need man, to hear. I need to see it again. Bro, bro, I need to see him do it again. Mahomes? Yo. Russell Wilson has been in the game for what? Nine did years? Did you see now? that throw he did when they were playing the fucking Pitch? Where he threw it around the fucking offensive line? That's an and one. Like, that, was some, that was great. But that doesn't make him better. I than Russell Wilson. Listen, listen, listen. What I was that going to make say him better. is how are we my evaluating being a quarterback? My how can he throw the fucking ball? If you can make that throw and no one else can. You're the best. You're I'm sorry. You're doing the stand though. All right, so we're, we're putting this here. Right? At the end of the day, when I need a fucking play, I'm calling Russell Wilson. I'm doing Russell. Russell Wilson is the guy I want in the fourth quarter. Get the fuck out of here. He's crazy in the fourth quarter. He's just unbelievable. He was proving. He was watching Russell Wilson and lost Super Bowl. I have to give it time. Give it some time. In my in my side, I have jumping the gun. I have Mahomes. I have Mahomes right behind him. I have Mahomes fit. I just—I watch I NFL it. Red Zone every week, and I saw the fucking shit this motherfucker was doing. And that's also and it we was all saying Russell fifty passing like, touchdowns is a I've wild seen, season. I've seen Russell Wilson. Now he also <laughs> had Michael Vick. He's the only person since Michael Vick that has done Michael Vick level shit. He's the only person I've seen fucking. Figure eight his way around the backfield, fucking turn twenty yards and be like, oh shit, I got him. 
in stride back of the end zone. You're like, get the fuck out of here. Why? Why did he do that? Why is he kicking my team's ass by himself? Who did he even throw that to? It's that kind but of shit. But who did he throw that to? I agree. He didn't give a fuck. I agree with him. Russell Wilson's doing a lot with a little bit. He's doing a lot with a little bit. He's doing a lot with nothing. He's doing a lot with a little bit. He's got nothing. He's got nothing. They had a pretty decent running game last year, bro. The running game was pretty With the easy. six yeah, games Chris Carson played? I was about to say. They shoved through five running backs last year, dude. And they had no line. I watched them play. They were running the ball, They were running it, but they were not going nowhere. There were some carries. You remember how many 6-3 half times there were? And then all of a sudden, they were like, wait a minute. We can throw the ball. I'm not knocking Russell Wilson at all. That motherfucker's a gamer. Big time gamer. He's a Super Bowl champion. People don't sleep. He doesn't choke like I'm with he you. Don't, that nigga I'm with don't you. choke in the playoffs. Clutch. It really is, is the rest of his team choking in the Clutch. Playoffs. He's very clutch. And he throws dimes on the run that I have never seen. Like dimes. 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 He's made Doug he made Doug Baldwin a like a fucking all pro receiver. Like, he made he made Doug Baldwin better, which Doug is something Ball. that which is something that quarterbacks like That's not Drew really Brees, Aaron Rodgers, and Tom Brady make receivers such a better. Like, Jordy like Nelson wouldn't be shit if he wasn't on Aaron Rodgers' team. He yeah, wouldn't like, be anything. Like, like, Jordy Nelson wouldn't oh, be anything if he bro. wasn't on the Packers. He wouldn't be shit. He wouldn't be anything. You put that nigga on. The, the Vikings? You put him where DeAndre Hopkins has been his whole year? He wouldn't have never been included in any sort of top. I don't know, bro. If you had Jordy Nelson, uh, Adam Thielen, and Stephon Diggs, that might be kind of popular. Well, you have to have Stephon Diggs, though. I was thinking. Without Stephon Diggs, like, he's going to be shit. Both of those things, that's Adam Thielen ain't shit what without Stephon Diggs. Yeah, Stephon Diggs don't have some defense. You can just cover Adam Thielen. Yo, no. But the best receiver, bro, because it's about hands for me, bro. Hopkins. Hopkins. I love no Julio. drops. I love no drops. The whole season, yeah. he didn't drop the now, ball Julio's at all. Catch if they threw him the ball, he caught it. Julio that's crazy. crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. Not I've never that. seen that shit. You missed Yo, it. sure hands. Clemson, if you can call you sure hands, like, wait, time out. Now, now, he didn't are, drop the ball all year. I need to look this up. Because AB, when they started dumping on the I know. I'm just not seeing it. I know it's not now Juju Smith-Schuster is the oh, best receiver on right. I'm like, you motherfuckers. Hey, they started they doubling. Like they, they doubled, like they double Julio. They started doubling AB's AB. ass. And now all of a sudden Juju Smith-Schuster is the right. shit. I'm like, AB ain't got the body to continue to he play good like Julio. Doing that. He can't do it. Now Juju oh, getting up. But Juju been nice. I Julio is the, 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 nice. the best receiver in the league. I give it to Hopkins right now because of the drops. But I won't I, sit here I'm and the say hands. you're wrong. I'm his best hands. No, no, but no, if no. I need a play, if I need someone to oh, do I, I, I can throw the ball anywhere, anywhere in his area, <laughs> and he's going to fucking catch the ball. He's Megatron. He's Megatron. He's Megatron. He is, bro. He's an avatar. He's an avatar. He's a 4 4, 6 5, 2 30. Will he be that? Bitch pressing niggas. Julio. <laughs> Motherfucking five straight fourteen hundred yards. The only says, receiver yes. that I, the only receiver I know that stops picks from happening. Yeah, right. by you want to talk? You want to talk about Matt Ryan? You want to talk about Matt Ryan? So I have him sixth in my list, right? 
Which is, to me, I feel that's pretty unbiased, actually. Six, because I have him over Andrew Luck, because people overrate the fuck out of Andrew I don't know, Luck. Andrew Luck He's had one playoff victory in eight Still years, lower, which they used to take a steaming shit on Matt Ryan for. Eight years into Matt Ryan's career, he had an MVP. Don't give me that shit. That man has one playoff victory. He has never thrown for less than 13 interceptions in his entire fucking career. This man, this man, Andrew Luck, cannot win the big thing by not making mistakes. He's also had he makes nothing. too many mistakes. I don't think Andrew Luck nothing. is great. Nothing. Last year he did pretty well, but he actually had a defense. He had a defense. Andrew Luck isn't probably in my bottom. He had a defense last year because he has no production. Like Andrew Luck had a defense. I mean, my top guys are like the first thing. You know the big three is if your team Rodgers, you the big three, Brady. All right, then you go to like you go to the niggas. I see Russell Wilson. <laughs> to me, to me, <laughs> Russell Wilson's up there. Right Russell Wilson's up there. Passion then Mahomes. after that five, now we got to talk because Ben used to be better than Matt, but he's not anymore. He just threw the ball more last year. That ain't make him better. That nigga was throwing picks left and right. It was crazy to watch. It was like a regressing Ben. No, I like Matt Ryan. We're watching Ben. I, I really like Matt Ryan. Who else can we put? I up? have always drafted Matt Ryan in fantasy Let's, for like the past. Matt Ryan's years. a boss. Also, really he also has Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, me, Muhammad Sanu, Devontae Freeman. Well, I'm gonna say, but he has a fucking. There are a lot of fucking. There are quarterbacks who have great receivers and don't do what Matt Ryan's doing. Seven interceptions last year, bro. Seven. No, he's, he's, he's seven. a fucking great quarterback. Seven. I'm high on him. I'm high on him. He's six for me. Phillip Rivers is not better than Matt Ryan because Phillip Rivers, one, has had teams that are as good as what as what Matt's had. That nigga had LT. Phillip Rivers had. He has some monsters. And he's never been to the Super Bowl. Never even been in MVP top three contention. Get that motherfucker out of my nigga Matt Ryan. He's a Hall of Famer. Who's next? Who's next? Man, who's next? Who else? Who else could no, you Matt play? No, Matt Ryan's a fucking baller. He's six. I want to say Cam is. If Cam was playing right, Cam, Cam in 2015. Cam, 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 Cam in 2015 yeah. is a top five quarterback. Cam, Cam is a top five. But Cam, Cam right now, this Cam, this, this Cam, Cam is like eighth or nine. This Cam is top ten. He's top ten. Yeah. But he's like to me, he's like six or seven. He's not above that six spot. He's not above that spot, bro. Not a good man. Cam's up there, say, bro. I'm gonna say he's, he's doing it. He like like we talked about with Russell. He's doing it with less. He's playing smarter. He's doing because he's also in the playoffs every year. You know what I'm saying? He's also fighting at the top but of the division. He's got well, comeback But when we talk about less, right? You gotta consider defense, right? How many years have y'all not had a top ten defense? And how long? Since he's been there? Since he's been there. How many years have you not had a top 10 defense? I mean, since Keekley's been there, we've consistently Hell, had like a top 10 since the year 2000, defense. how many fucking times have y'all had, have right. y'all had a top 10 defense? I'm going to say since Rivera has been our coach. You know, times, you know how many times since I've been a Falcons fan? That's when we drafted Michael Vick. You know how many times we've had a top 20 defense? Hey, One man. time. And that wasn't the year Matt Ryan won MVP. Every other year we've had a 20th or worse defense. You talking about less? You talking about having to do shit? You talking about having no faith in your defense to hold a lead? You talking about the pressure of having to do that every fucking game your entire career? That's tough. That's how he became Matty Ice. Because we would go up 24-14. Oh, we're like, oh, we're up five. We're five minutes left. We're good, baby. 
fucking 24-24 with a minute and a half to go. We're like, uh, Matt, can you throw the ball to an injured Roddy White so we can win the game? <laughs> but really, though. His first touchdown wasn't no Julio. We didn't have Julio. We had Michael Jenkins and Harry Douglas. You know who Harry Douglas is? <laughs> you know who the fuck he is? <laughs> he was a thousand yard receiver one year. Oh my God. You know what happened when he left Atlanta? He was out of the league in two fucking years. Every offensive coordinator that's worked with Matt Ryan has become a head coach. You know Kyle Shanahan was known as the QB killer before he came to Atlanta? Now he's a fucking genius, apparently. Dirt Cutter, like Dirt Cutter became. No, he's Dirt Cutter was supposed to revitalize the Bucks. I'll keep going. He just keeps going. I literally have agreed with you every single time you said this. Right. Shit. I know. And you right. just keep All fucking see, talking about Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. Yeah. I guess. I get you, bro. I just want to make sure. Matt Ryan. Now that that's also a fact. Love it. Also fuck Matt Ryan. Also fuck Matt Ryan. Because I'm a Cam Newton fan. Taking the culture away. Cam's running over your linebacker. He's running over your DB. He's running through. He's running around your fucking team. The culture was over. He's running over your whole team. I don't give a fuck. The culture was over. He is what he is and I accept it. Marshawn Lynch. We blew that. Cam Newton. We blew that. And Atlanta. The city of Atlanta. We blew that. Three straight Super Bowls. The culture lost. Unbelievable. Noodle Arm. Noodle Arm and Tom Brady beat us. Yo, oh, Billy, oh, Billy and the boys. Oh, Billy and the crew. Super Bowl sponsored by Vineyard Vines. That's why Fucking Brady, Gronk. Edelman, yeah. Chris Hogan, yeah. the whole yeah. offensive line is white. The yeah. defensive line is white. The, the linebackers are white. That's the reason I'm not excited to go to Boston is because of fucking passing. You know? It's you know, something like, about fucking Massachusetts, brother. To me, to me Randy Moss is the greatest wide receiver ever, but I was so fucking happy when that Patriots team lost. I'm like, fuck you, Randy. You left us. You left all of us and thought you could just... Walk your little black ass over to the fucking Patriots and just win a Super Bowl before you retire. Hey, Fuck you, dog. Yeah, no doubt. Fuck I thought yeah, they were going to win. Justin Tucker, Megatron, Mass, beat Charles' ass what? that day. Hey, but did you? But when Mario the game Manny started, had. when the game Plaxico shoots off, some birds, you knew the Patriots were going to win. No, you were like the Patriots were about to win. But I had every faith. fucking game. I had faith all in God. Year. I had faith and in God. Close. I went to church that day. Brady broke the record for touchdowns in the season. I hadn't been to church in two years. And I said, there's no it's way. It's crazy. Him and Brady have 50 TDs together. Like, that's crazy. What's the record now? Uh, 55? That's a uh, Breeze? No. Breeze. Breeze got it. Breeze got it. Breeze. 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 Fuck Breeze, man. Look, man. The Saints wouldn't be shit shit if they never got Drew Breeze. Fuck the Chargers for letting him go for Phillip fucking I have seen him consistently shred my team for years. He shred theirs, too. Yeah, the, oh, there's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's for sure. And the Buccaneers, everyone's beating ass. When's the so. last time the Panthers beat the Falcons? 
Hey man. Hey bro, look. Who's everybody's team? Drew your Panthers. I'm Panthers fan. That was three. He's a Falcons fan. That was three years ago. Hey, bro. Three, 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 we haven't talked about that. Yeah. Uh, 2K20 is about to be time. insane. Uh, Shout out to Project Patch. No cap space. No cap space. And we took Jimmy Butler, nigga. Bro. So who's about? Yo, wait, wait. Who All lockup team of 2020. LA Clippers. Yeah. Pat Bev at the point. Lock locking up. Locks. Fucking Paul George at the two. Locking Lock up. up. Quiet three. Locking That's up. That's a bad shot. That's a bad Unless it's Damian Unless it's Dame. Unless it's Dame. Unless it's Dame Dollar. Unless it's Dame Dollar. Paul George up That fucking. That fucking. That fucking. That nigga hit that. We never doubt Dame. We never doubt Dame. Never doubt Dame. He didn't really wave that. Clock. It ain't about no defense. Dave was like, "Look, bro, we have out that action on offense, baby." And that's the second time he's done that shit. That's the second time he's done that. Yes, yo, we threw that shot up. You knew it was going into. You knew. We looked at it. That nigga was like, "That nigga was 30 feet away." He stepped over with such ease, bro. He stepped further back. He stepped. I didn't. Nigga was like, "You know what?" He was like, was like, so wait, who do you think gonna win it though? Uh, Clippers if it, if they help me. I'm putting money on the Warriors because that li- that line is pretty good, nigga. I'm saying. What is the line? Steph, D'Angelo Russell, that when Clay Thompson comes yeah. back, that's, right? that's a three. I might throw five hundred on that. Draymond's still on there. Hey man, they lost oh, eight and some... Sean Livingston though. But okay, Sean Livingston. Yeah, boy, he was really, That's there. really big but for them. That line in Vegas. I might have to put a couple they have of no on it. They have uh, no who's them young cats who was hooping with them last year? Quinn Cook. Quinn Cook. Yeah, he's going to get a lot more Quinn, uh, you know, he shrinks in the playoffs. But, uh, yeah. No, but the I Clippers, mean, Brian, they got, the Clippers still got Lou Will. Quinn all right, Steph was. Such as LeBron. When it has LeBron survived in the West so far at 35? He played one year, bro. And he, he was out 25 West. games in the first year. You can't go off one season, bro. Ah, but yeah, we can with injuries because he can do it again. He could get injured again. I was about to say, injuries kind of took that to like a certain place, you know what I'm saying? I feel like they were definitely with Because he can't continue to get injured. Yeah. Right. Especially we haven't even seen a real injury like that from it's LeBron. It's the exact same team he had last year if AD gets injured. It's the same team. Same team. Uh, it's, it's, the it's the same team. Because it's less chemistry. It's a lot worse teams. They gave yeah, up a lot to get AD. Right. The talent you brought in to compensate for the lack of Kobe. You got the same team. 
You he's going to hurt his back again, try to do it all, and then go do Space Jam 2 for a bit. That's the problem. My nigga living his best life. I think, LeBron, I think LeBron, LeBron is definitely oh, he's fucking living his best. He wants to win. He's on that check, he still really wants to win, but he, he is he collecting does. checks. Yeah, he knows basketball the last rep. That's what he's doing. He's yeah, definitely He's trying to get his son right. His son's going to a good ass school now. So he's trying to get his son to go to like Kentucky or some shit. He's already thinking about purchasing an NBA team, honestly. He's already said, yeah, as soon as I'm done, that's the older team. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm talking about. That's no problem. Yo, Shannon Sharp. Saving, <laughs> saving sports. Because I hate Skip Bayless, so I never watch his show. But. I don't like Skip Bayless. Skip be saying some dumb shit. He a fucking troll, bro. said he would take that. He a troll. I don't fuck with Matt you. Matt Ryan, <laughs> Andrew Luck, Phillip Rivers, Patrick Mahomes. I'm like, what? That's Whoa. real. But some you people hands on that list. I was like, are you high? But some people I might think you were reckless when you said, you know what I'm saying, Eddie Griffin not in your top five stand-up comedians. Like, some people might be like, what the fuck Eddie are you Murphy. talking about? Yeah, we kind of got to talk about that. Well, no, you said Eddie. He said Eddie Murphy. Yeah, he said Eddie Murphy was in the top five. I apologize. Not talking about stand-up. I didn't like the stand-ups. Yeah, no, I feel you. I'm just saying, like, those takes. You never know with those takes. Well, yeah, but I do have. You I understand. With my the dude stand-up. I like to back my opinions with objective. He just be saying it. He's just like, I got a feeling. Yeah, I'll be like, awesome dude. Randy, you were talking to Ernest. I'm like, let's talk about it. He did. I got reasons. Jamal, did you see the stand-up? Randy, you said he did a bit about LeBron. He did this bit where he was like, yo, like, it's when I think about kid, he was talking about Michael Jackson. He was like, when I like only Michael Jackson I knew was like the creepy motherfucking fake white dude. I would never let my fucking kid go sleep there. He's like, you gotta understand when his parents were growing up, Michael Jackson was the most famous person in the world, the most famous person in the world. His music is back yeah, your kid can go sleep here. And he's like, so I started thinking, what if the most famous person in the world asked me to let my son sleep over? And everyone's like, wait, and then he's like, like what if LeBron calls me? It's like, yo. Like, I'm going into game seven tomorrow. I'd love if your boy and, like, other kids came and slept at the crib. And he's like, I don't know what I would say. And then he did this whole shit. And I was like, damn, that's crazy. Like, Does he have a obviously. show? That's an interesting much. Or I'm like, yeah, yeah everybody would trust They'd be like, LeBron? what? LeBron? 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 I don't trust LeBron. 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 I don't fucking trust LeBron. LeBron. He might. He might. He's like, looks kind of white, but he's got, like, like light skin. He's Muslim. Yeah, I was like, that's a show, I think. Yeah, he probably does. I'm like, HBO, like something serious. But it was some it. shit. I was like, dance. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what I would do. Yo, we saw Reason Why. Yeah, how'd it go? How was it yesterday? Eddie Griffin was. Eddie Griffin was hilarious last night. After he told me you were going, I, I watched Hella Clips yesterday, because after he told me you guys were going, I just got into it. Hilarious. Like, Very controversial. Of course. Very, Very controversial. And since I was going to drive, I didn't want to be like, a sober white dude they sitting in the front rows. row. I was gonna be like, you want to be in the front eat. row? How are you gonna get to the front? Yo, that <laughs> shit was packed out. I've really? never seen it. Baby, yeah, it is. He's funny, bro. He said it. He was like, man, they don't be packing it out like this. Like, you know, I do it. I was like, you're not wrong. I mean, I've been it too. No, he's with no comedians. Like, he consistently called. He consistently called women bitches. He called gay people punks. Throughout the entire show, he did the entire time, and I was just like. Oh shit. shit! Yeah, Eddie Murphy is definitely not in my top five stand up because I just, I always forget the name Paul Mooney. Oh wow! And um, I think he's yeah. Paul Mooney's yeah. better than Eddie Murphy. Stand up in movies and shows. Oh, man. Eddie Murphy's better. Oh, man. 
Anybody watches today? Tower Heist? Tower Heist was a terrible fucking movie. But Eddie but was funny. Eddie yeah. was funny as shit. Yep. Eddie was funny as hell, bro. Yeah. That nigga hilarious, man. Yeah, man. Like top five for me. Dave is number one. Oh uh, yeah. I'm, okay. not, I'm, no. not, I'm not dropping people. Mary said I might invite. Oh, can I talk about plans on the podcast? So number two, uh, top comedians gotta be Bernie Mac, bro. Woo! Bernie Mac's up there. Bernie Mac. Oh, dog. I went. I the original Kings of Comedy was on a month ago, right? Like two in the morning, bro. Man, dog. I, lo- I watched them all, you know, I saw, you know, Steve Harvey doing his thing, nigga was funny with the hair, you know, right, right. Uh, D.L. Hughley, not that funny until he, like, interacts with the audience, then he's pretty funny, you know, Sed does his shit, he has his set pieces, but Nick, Bernie right. comes through, this nigga, oh, what's up, America, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta tell you, some of my bitches, something that ain't motherfucking funny. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about, I man. Come on, man. Come on, come on, man. Come on. I think he might have had the best set out of that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's not. Yeah, that's why he closed the show, because yeah. he's that yeah, nigga. Right. Well, he's that nigga. Right. Right. He's he, that nigga. He's that nigga. He's that nigga. He's that nigga. He's that nigga. Bernie Mac is funny as shit. He's like, what you want? What you want? What you looking at me for? What you want me to tell you? You're doing a good job? <laughs> Keep up the good work? <laughs> oh, man. Stop, number, number three for me is Catboy. Yo, the fact that you haven't mentioned Chris Rock is kind of funny. Top five. But he didn't say Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor is one of the greatest, bro. He is one of the greatest. He, he is where all these Chris Rock, Richard Pryor. Looked up to, you know what I'm saying, when they were coming through. Number yeah, four is Paul Mooney for me because that Ooh. nigga is his own brand. That's his own brand. Ain't nobody do what the fuck he was doing. Ain't nobody do that shit. Ain't nobody run a whole race of people that was, that out of the damn theater in sure. the first 25 minutes. Just talking shit. Just talking shit. Everybody want to be a nigga, but nobody want to be a nigga. Get the fuck out of here, nigga. Talking, just get. Getting people out of his own set so he can talk even more shit. You ever watch Patrice O'Neal? Patrice O'Neal. Fucking forgot about Patrice O'Neal. Patrice O'Neal's in my top five. You seem like a guy. See, I was gonna give. Patrice O'Neal. I was gonna give. Patrice O'Neal is hilarious. You would have But Patrice O'Neal is one of the funniest niggas of all time for me. Yeah. I still say that to my girl now. Like, I just need to let you know that I can still fish. So sometimes I gotta come back smelling like fish so that you know that you just flopped up on the boat like the rest of these motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is the greatest thing of all time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, right after that is Eddie and uh, Richard. Richard number six for me. It's such a hard debate. It's such a hard debate. He's the OG, but I also didn't grow up in 1976, bro. I grew up with Dave Chappelle. I grew up with Cat Williams. I grew up watching them dudes. Because a lot of comedians will put Eddie Murphy in their top five. So it's just like... It's going to be what it is. But I'm not going to put it myself. Eddie Griffin would be like, how you going to have me in there without Eddie Murphy? I'll go back and watch... An entire portfolio and shit, you know what I'm saying? So, like, 
It's hilarious. You know what I'm saying? It is the fact that I'm still finding that that comedy of that time funny now. Now, Eddie's... That's why I'm giving it to him, you know what I'm saying? Because he's still cracking the fuck up, and I haven't even seen this. I I, I don't even know what kind of life he lived. This is pure humor on stage. No, Richard Pryor's comedy was great because he related it a lot. He related it a lot to the black experience. And the way he... At the time, he was doing that. That's just hard to do. That's hard to do, man. That's really hard to do. You know, like, and you gotta like, give him his two. I can see icon. any, I can see any argument for Richard Pryor being number one on people's list. That's fine with me. Now, Eddie, I'm gonna have to dispute that a little bit because I went back and looked at his stuff. Right, his stand-up is a lot of a lot of those impressions, his best bits, his real impressions. Mm-hmm. A lot of it's based on noise and black and the way he used black stereotypes wasn't really working for me. It was like, remember the Dave Chappelle Pixie sketch, right? Where they were doing all that. Shit was funny, right? Shit was funny. But when you think about it, right? For niggas, you got some nigga with, with a banjo talking about, take the chicken, nigga. <laughs> Eat the fucking chicken, nigga. I'll take the fish. What if it's catfish? I'm like, all right, that's, that's really right? That's really fucked up for me to be sitting here laughing at. Eddie did a lot of that. And a lot of his jokes were a more basic version of something better than that. And of course, at the time, no one was making those jokes. You know, the African booty scratching jokes, the the, the Miss Foo Foo jokes. You know, no one was making those. He was bold enough to make those types of jokes and be great at them. But... When it comes to what was easy to talk of, what was easy to joke on back then, and what's easy to joke on now, right? You see a comedian like a Dave Chappelle, you go back to his 2001 sketch, you have stuff that, like, he, there's topics he's going after that he can't do in 2019. Right, he right, fucking right. can't. So if he comes back 2018, what? He does that shit. He talks about trans girl getting dick cut off and shit, and just straight up calls it chopping. He goes straight for that. He doesn't try to make it invent. He goes straight forward like he was in 2003. The reception wasn't that hot. (laughs) The reception wasn't that hot. But then he comes back very next special. The first thing he did was attack that again for 30 minutes. Much better. Much better. Much more effective. That's the art of a great comedian right there. The ability to take that... To take that topic, the hard to talk about topic, right? The hard to punch, the easy to punch down topic, right? In Eddie Murphy's time, he said the word faggot three times in the first ten minutes of that special with the red shirt, with the red jacket on. Forgetting the name, I know I should know the fucking name. I know what you're talking about. But like, he said that immediately. And you know, I, of course I didn't like it. Everyone was clapping at every fucking joke. But that's not his fault. That's the times. But like, I'm like, that was really easy for him to do. Right? That's really easy to come down to. Mm-hmm. What would have been and it? I just would. I wanted more from the special when I was looking at it. I got a lot of classic bits, which is why he was a top-rate comedian. He's a top guy. I'm not, you know, I'm not saying he's some bottom-rate yeah, shit-ass yeah. comedian. Sure. But like the thing that these other guys can do is take these topics, take these, take these really hard to talk about topics, and not just. I don't want to say punch down because all these guys are too good to really be punching down. But like, as good as they are, they should be able to transform and 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 make the jokes something that 
everyone can at least talk about. That can they they can they can really get wrap their minds around and get even the hardened person to laugh, you know. And that's not Eddie's fault because at the time it was a lot easier to do that. But that's I. Really, I need another stand-up special for me. You think it was easier to do that at the time? That's your Hell perspective yeah. on that. Hell yeah, it was easy to do that. Talking, talking shit about gay people and people with AIDS in the 80s? That was very fucking oh, easy yeah. to do. That's all people fucking did. That's all people did. Trans people? That, that, was, that was a concept yeah, at the time. Like we were talking shit about that fucking 10 years, fucking 5 years ago people were talking shit about. Yeah, I think we need to see something like current, like some Eddie Murphy. I need now. to see a newer Eddie Murphy. He said that he's and I would be that. willing to, you know, I'd be willing to reevaluate. But from what I've got, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. I can't put it over those modern, these modern guys. Now, Richard Pryor, I can always five? hear five Patrice O'Neal. Ooh, yeah, that's a bad. Now Patrice O'Neal. Yeah. Oh, I didn't argue. I didn't argue. Oh, that was his list. But the Richard, the Richard Pryor argument, I'm much more for. That's his preference on anything. Cause I've laughed my black ass off to Richard Pryor's shit. But I love how deep rooted his sets are, and that helps me out, especially at the time. Cause it was That's shit that everybody during that time period was literally living day to day and in the worst of it because he was one of the worst of it. Plus off camera man, mm-hmm. come on man. We talking about legend off camera too. Very dark. Say, very, very dark. Eddie off camera. I don't know man. Man was in that car. <laughs> Ask the real questions. But that's it for me and my spiel about that shit. But Nah, nah I mean that's a good kind of reasons to yeah. want transformative comedy in today's age because there's so much to be talked about and you know because information is shared so on. easily you know what I'm saying why not give people a conversation yeah you know what I'm saying because that's what it is all right yeah we're gonna talk about it because it's funny afterwards but what are you talking about with these jokes what are you bringing up like you said he's hitting topics that people should be discussing Kevin's not in my top five because although his special, there are like three of his specials that I've laughed the entire fucking time, right? As have almost everybody, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He never took a big chance. No. He oh, never yeah. took a chance. He doesn't. He, never, he, he, plays, he yeah. plays his comedy he plays safe. You know what people find funny, what they like safe. from him. He barely yeah. even did sex jokes. He did it once, and it was he's great when he did it, but he he's never really went after it. He just needs to keep making sure those stand-ups <laughs> right. You want some juice? <laughs> His most recent stand-up that we fell off last week. It was right. Yeah, it wasn't I laugh, he was bro. so drunk. I didn't laugh. Bro. Or what's the name of it? That was hard for me. I didn't laugh. <laughs> that was tough. It's a uh, my what is it? Irresponsible. Yeah, three sixty. Irresponsible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just what I was so disappointed because I was excited to watch it. You yeah, know what I'm saying. But then when I watched, it, I was like, He hasn't evolved. He hasn't evolved as a comic. You know, and his life has moved forward, and he tried to continue to do that. I'm gonna yeah. talk about my he life. He's got too much going out. on, bro. But his his delivery of what was going on back back then it was funny. You know what I'm saying? I guess he had sat on those jokes for a long time. His uncle, you know what I'm saying? His mom, things he was around for a long time. His kids, I guess, growing up, still new to him. He processing this. So maybe he should wait on the jokes. He ain't there yet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But now he's Whereas 45. Dave Chappelle is doing this, you know what I'm saying? He didn't have his kids. How much older? You feel me? 
Dave also just Dave delves into way more topics than Kevin does. He, he talks about politics. He talks about all the controversial shit. He's not scared. He's not yeah. scared at all. He's a comedian. Because, because That's he's what comedians been, fucking do. You know what I'm saying? Dave's already had his interaction oh, and everything with uh, with being, you know, crucified. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Through the media, having your career torn down by the industry or the man or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Having people target your career. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He even had Over to go off. Joke. Over jokes. Ain't nobody above being joked on. I support a lot of stuff, but I also support everyone being equally joked on, bro. Hey, why not? You ain't right. better than me, nigga. Right. You know what I'm saying? And if it's offensive, you know what I'm saying? It's rated R. Yeah. Right? You, know also you have a chance to not watch get it. comedy, you don't gotta watch it. It's you fine. don't gotta right, you you don't don't have it's watch it. It's on Netflix. Don't force you it. Had you click on it <laughs> and force play to watch it. Don't right. watch shows. But if you want to see some funny shit, open your mind. What are we talking about? It. How are you going to come about Dave Chappelle? Comedy in general. Yeah, comedy in general. Is comedy in general. But Dave, they attacked Dave for that shit. But you see, Dave evolved. Because when I heard, when I first heard the, nah, the trans jokes, those were a little rough. Those were a little rough. Like, would I watch like, those Louis C.K. Those were a little rough, bro. <laughs> would I watch rough. Louis C.K. again? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. That nigga did, did, did I watch Aziz Ansari's new special when it came out? Yeah. Yep. Aziz ain't yeah. new shit. Fuck that. Aziz ain't nothing. All he did, was, he still got all he did was have a bad sex routine. He still got that me too. That happens. He still that got me too. That fucking happens. That fucking happens. Jeez Louise. I read that whole fucking thing. I read the whole shit. I, 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 I was like. Sheesh. It sounds like Sounds like he just uh, I think that. I think he I think he just wasn't reading the signs properly and that's that where Aziz, that's where he fucked Aziz up. Aziz mistook you know his level of clout, bro. <laughs> oh shit! Just, he thought know. he had the clout. I don't know, dog. Level. His height, I think he'd be fucking fucking. I think he can have that level of clout. Uh, Master of none. Uh, I mean, he's on yeah. He's got but pussy came uh, and went, but it still came. But maybe not with females. Yeah, maybe not with him. I definitely think that yeah, he pussy, has pussy some. I mean, I'm sure he has. People get what they get. I'm sure he's 2019. I'm baby. sure Aziz gets his fair share <laughs> of groupies <laughs> and shit. Yeah. I'm sure Aziz gets his fair share of groupies. Right, let's famous be real. Person. Yeah. Any famous person is having their share of groupies. It might be yeah. some weirdos. Might I've be seen practice squad members to, of the but, but the clout. You gotta be like Leo to pull that shit off. You gotta be like DiCaprio level clout to pull that move off. To pull it off. Whatever the fuck that move is. What having a bad sex routine? <laughs> keep calling it that because that's what it was. Now what Louis C.K. did? That was so on brand. <laughs> that Louis C.K. shit was so on brand for him because I'm like the second I heard about what he did, all he right, jokes about his just beating jerking, off. beating yeah. off on the phone. Yeah. All he jokes about is beating his dick. So first thing I did like, was first thing I did was say, "Damn, women, this is I like, think those girls are kind of bad." That is fucking hilarious. That is exactly the shit he jokes about. <laughs> can't call him. You can't say he's being real. Like. And it's actually and makes then it I'm like, hey, baby, that's what I'm saying. If it you look it at it, I'm not thinking blame him here, but hang up the phone. It makes him a yeah. huge Somebody troll. Somebody beat me up on the phone, like when I read that New York Times article, I saw, I thought the exact same shit that they tried said. I was like, what do you mean he forced you to stay on the phone and look like what? What did he say? Don't hang up. Don't hang up. Okay. Don't hang up. 
Motherfucker! Look, if it's Louis Yo. Vuitton, if he's, if he's if he's a means for you to get some sort of opportunity, and he's really abusing his power by telling you like not stay on the fucking phone, and it was some creepy shit, that's fucked Slow up. Most absurd but shit. It's no, it's Louis C.K. It's definitely sexual. I don't know. If, I don't know if yes. it was that kind of thing, or if he was just a fucking comic joking like, "Nah, I'm actually jerking off right now. Like, are you gonna stay on or not?" And like just being a fucking weirdo. Then that's up to her to be like, all right, you're a weirdo and hang up. He's up. jerking off in the doorway. I don't kick know. him in the nuts. He's not agile, you know? <laughs> then you say, hey, look at this shit. And then they try to blame it on you. Like, how the fuck did I get him naked? Yeah, did I didn't pull his penis. How did that happen? Pull his penis. How did that happen? You sick son of a bitch. Look at this shit. Look at this. Look at you. You crazy motherfucker. Get myself in this shit so y'all know I ain't lying about Hey, hey, Louis C.K. Oh my goodness. Nah, that's Facebook Live. Nah. That's the problem. He's like, he ain't help people. Here's what I'm looking at. This is what you want to see. This is what you want to see. This is why I ain't it. This is why I ain't it. Look, that's the problem with society. You may be doing that shit. Yo, no, because he's great. Let the freaks, yo, let the freaks be known, bro. Look, I want to get the sick of it. We all need to learn how to live our truth, bro. You want to be off in front of people? Nah. You don't need to feel ashamed about that, bro. I'm going to say that. Uh, you should feel a little bit ashamed about it. You, you don't need to feel ashamed about it. Yeah, 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 no, get permission. As, get permission, as permission as society, of course. As a society. Get permission, of course, my nigga. I'm not an asshole. <laughs> get permission, of course. Of course, fucking get, like, whatever. Okay, just get on a bus. If you want to as a homeless dude in front of everybody, just be a homeless dude jerking off in front of everyone. You can't just do shit like that. You got to get permission. Yeah, that's true. Some of the shit that's when it gets into like mental disability, my nigga, where you're just like like yo, like I got like everyone's gotta see me do it like right now. Like that's that's a very extreme thing. And oftentimes it's bought on by like a lot of drugs. Along with mental disability, that's fucking, already there. I think he's just fucking weird. I'm not even giving him that's a, that's. I'm not he's giving him that much. What is just, just fucking, fucking weird. weird? What? That's so general. Everyone's like I don't know. Just, everyone's got weird sex things. That's but so, so, that's yeah. very general. Everybody's right? got weird. Stuff, everyone's got weird sex things. But there's like a level, and like it can be way. That's a big difference. Okay, but I'm talking about the cause. People got What creates this? What creates this homeless guy? Who I think, in front of everyone. Being a kid who probably didn't get a lot of attention from girls, like developing this complex, whatever it may be, and then he gets that level of clout where he realizes, like, damn, now I can be around chicks. I know a lot of guys that Aziz don't get girls that are crazy. Oh, we talking about Louis C.K. Louis Aziz okay. Louis. Louis. addressed it right away on his special. He did. Which, he was, did. which I respect. I mean, he couldn't get away with not doing it. Yeah, yeah. so I might as well just get it out the way. Because everybody, I mean, people yeah, everybody's like, like, everybody like, looking at like, like he don't talk about that shit at all. No. We've been waiting yeah. on it. I'm waiting. Oh, yeah, the minute oh, you come back out, that's gonna and happen to you. Yeah, now it all now it all seems kind of fucked up. Before that shit went down, we were watching Louis jerk off jokes like ha ha ha. Now that shit came out, I was like, ah shit, it's kind of fucked up. Now the tuxedo seems. No, I'm a big Louis fan and I respect like he put out a statement to he all got his subscribers. Off. He lost like, a lot of money for that shit. Yeah. He lost millions. Yeah, he had he a, a movie show. coming out. Lost a movie. Lost a lot. I'm like, you know so, what? That's fine. I think Louis fucked up. He shouldn't have done it, but I still respect Louis. We all do stupid shit. And that's stupid than stupid shit. Beating off on the phone. Come on, man. Why you 
Man, one of those accounts. One of those accounts was like the two girls came up to his hotel room, like wanted to come up, came up, and he like gradually did that. And to me, like that shouldn't be in the New York Times. Like there was other things that I was like, all right, that's weird. But that specific scenario, I was like, one of the two girls. But they like uh, they willingly wanted to come to his hotel room after his show, and then he said like, yo, I'm thinking of doing this, and they were like, in their accounts, they were like, we couldn't stop laughing, we were just laughing, and I was like. All right, well, if you came to my hotel room, like, I told you I was going to do that. You're laughing, staying. Like, that seems to me like... I'm going to be and I, and Look, yeah, I don't know if it's right or wrong. Me to do what I, I don't know if it's right or wrong, but that's not New York Times, like, press-worthy material. Because at that like, that's not Finny news. Pain, that should be handled privately. Yeah, that's a private thing that happened, and neither one of you is right or wrong, but that is not news. Some of the other shit, I was like, Louie, what the fuck were you thinking? There's a lot of what the But that one, well, I was just like, why is this yeah. being written about? But why is it what the fuck were you thinking? If he thought it was a, if he thought it was, well, if he thought it was on, then it's on. Look, he society. felt guilt over it, so I, and not it's just like embarrassment. Society. I'm so saying there's something some funny shit that was like, wrong with like how wrong. people think about shit. Like, yeah, I'm gonna say you're people right. Don't really under, where people don't really understand. People don't see context about certain things. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Yeah. Like, say that. Say yeah, that. Your rights end where somebody else's begins. Yeah. You feel yeah. me? Yeah. Like, right. when, once you intrude on somebody, yes. any form of their personal yeah. space or right. belief or you know, comfort. their rights, their comfort, they're uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? Then you do have to stop. Yeah. You need to. You need to step you back. You know what I'm saying? Because you're going out of line at that point. You're causing. You're causing other people causing to not feel maybe safe. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Fact. True. Maybe, no, I agree. I agree. I agree. Facts. So, that's the issue with it. And I think he, he's got everybody to sign. Sorry to cut you off. No, he no, got no. everybody to sign a waiver or something. You know, <laughs> going to a room. You know what I'm saying? Maybe paying for it. Something yeah. along those lines. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, if he uh, created an environment where the people in there were expecting these things to happen. Well, then I think that's where also like a therapy aspect needs to come into play. It's like, what about the power dynamic about it? Is also something that he got off on as well because he could have facilitated he was a rich person he could have facilitated his own environment where he could just beat off six girls shit don't fucking matter they could just be in the fucking room with him and he could pay for it but he wants Cindy from craft services to be in my trailer he needs to hire some actors but like take this cream feeling you know what I'm saying like what the fuck the fact that the fact that he didn't pay for it does (laughs) make me think there was more not the cream feeling what's up sorry David no Drew made well ah shit we bleep it out that's fine he makes a good point because the fact that he wasn't just paying for it means like there's got to be there's a some, power dynamic some that's pa- also psychological. That, that's what I'm saying. Like, wrong, this I'm saying. shit is deeper than power dynamic. But what? That, that's wrong. That's what I'm saying. But like to me, it is wrong. That's the power, wrong part about it. Wrong. So the fact that he wasn't paying, he could have just abused his bank account, been good, and everyone would have been like, "You weirdo." We all keep. But sometimes there's a power dynamic. To me, I feel like I feel like you're. Not the but sexual then, aspect well, of it. Yeah, it yeah, needs yeah, to be addressed yeah. that he thinks the power dynamic. Yeah, because that's that abusive. Is, that's the fucked up part. It's, it's, a, it's, but a, but it's smaller it's than. It's always power dynamic. She wants that sexual It's a different thing than him wanting to be. No, just purely like. You know what I'm saying? The domination. Submissive, like that's a power dynamic. You're literally creating that in the bedroom psychologically. A lot, you know, when it's within that confines, like consent to the pawn, you know what I'm saying? Cool with these parties to try out or to do, or that's what you're into, great. But 
when it goes outside of sex, where it's like, yo, I can affect your life in a negative way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or I can make it a whole lot easier for you. That, that's abusive. And that's the power dynamic that I think Drew was talking about. That's what needs to be addressed. Not yeah. the fact that he likes to beat off in front of women. Uh, that's all I'm saying. That's, that's the fucked up part about yeah. it. Like, go to the root of the problem. Like, yeah. Don't talk about just, don't make this action, don't demonize this action. Because uh, that's what's fucked up about society anyway. Uh, is they, like, outside of, like, pedophilia and, like, people fucking animals and shit that can, like, <laughs> spread diseases to people. That's fucking disgusting. Like, bro, do what you want if you and, get consent. If you get, and rape, yeah, if, outside of I just said if you get consent, it's literally like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you get consent, then but like, go ahead, bro. The, the, but when you take that power dynamic and you start infringing on people's rights and their availability to say no and avoid this situation, that's when you're stepping into the wrong. That's where Louis fucked up, and that's what needs to be addressed. He needs to talk about that shit. When he talk, when he comes out and does his next fucking special, which will fucking happen. Yeah. He needs to address the fucking power dynamic problem. You don't need to tell us. That he has but, that right. But that's, that he, he doesn't do I want to hear it, bro. Because, People are going to want to hear it. But it's but his, but, the, but with everything to. we've been talking about, right? All of this, we can keep, like, beyond what we've already talked about. And, you know, the power dynamics and what act is, you know, the... the the part that we need to focus on we can keep coming up with things that may have happened to him or that may be the problem but it's also his responsibility to go and seek the help that that he needs to be a productive member of you know society because you can't just walk around beating off in people's dressing rooms and beating off on the shit even if you like doing it you have to address the root of the problem and you gotta address the act too. Because there's not some safe haven outside of orgy rooms and shit. There's not some public outside Yo. safe haven where you can just walk around was, beating off in people's dressing rooms that aren't expecting it. Yeah, there's all of that needs to be addressed. To the right, bro. He has to go see <laughs> that type of therapy. And it's not our decision to, it's not on We're us. Good. To put, it's not on us to get the results. I would have got it. It's up to him to tell us. It's just up to him to go to therapy. It's up to him to tell us as well. No, clearly, what you're pointing to is brought up a lot in moral philosophy that like every single criminal on the stand, you can be like, wait, 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 you guys don't know what happened to him when he was a kid or her, and you could take the radical like liberal stance, like whoa, 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 we shouldn't punish them then. But at some point, it becomes your responsibility to deal with what happened to you, so that you don't keep harming. Otherwise, but that's why incarceration is supposed to be rehabilitation and not and not you know the death work. penalty with walls. No. Yeah, that's the shit about it though. Life, nigga, life, nigga. Three years. I've seen. No, I'm just saying, like just... life, like knowing you, knowing that's the it for you. Oh yeah. The last time you see that outside is the last time you may see that outside. Like. Yeah. In terms of like, can I go back to Vegas? If I'm getting abused can't, in there, I'd rather just die. But if I'm gonna be alright, I ain't trying to spend no time in jail, bro. Fuck that, man. Fuck that, dog. Look at me, light skin, nah, dog. That's easy work in there, bro. Fuck that. I'm fucked. Yeah, literally, yeah, figuratively. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Yo, Boondocks was just I so would, legendary because that's a real legit fear. That's a legit fear that Tom had. Like, that's not, 
that's not something anyone wants to happen to them, bro. Like, look boy. real good, Tom. Real good. <laughs> Yo, that's still remains one of the best scenes. Yo, the ad-libs and the Botox are just legendary, bro. That was the a background chatter is the funniest part of that fucking exactly. show. How many of y'all, y'all raped somebody? Yep, everybody's hand up. Huh? How many of y'all been raped? Mm-hmm. Everybody's hand going right back. Pause in. <laughs> <laughs> this shit was effortless, bro. That shit was so good. Yeah, that actually looks pretty cool. I was actually on FaceTime with a dude who's in prison right now a couple of days ago. And I'm pretty sure when I was getting off of it, somebody had just walked into his room to try and do something. Like, well, uh, true. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that's for real. Yeah. Very real. He was able to just be FaceTiming? Yeah, you, you know, it's just like... You gotta broaden yeah. your horizons. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> you gotta broaden your horizons a little bit about prison. It's like, you have to, yeah. you have to address you the criminal element yeah, or, uh, within prisons, you know, you know what Because it's, uh, uh... Not maximum school. It's for money. Let's be real. So, prisons are set up for people to make money, right? Yeah, yeah, Okay, so the people working there are also trying to get theirs, you know what I'm saying? They don't really have any loyalty or any responsibility for the lives of these prisoners. You're just supposed to keep them here. So what happens here while they're here, we don't really care, but they can't leave. No, I, mean, I know it's a fucking business, but I didn't know yeah. people were getting, I didn't know people were FaceTime. Yeah, right. So like, that's what I'm saying. Like what happens inside of prisons outside of anything that infringes on, A, they get money for having that person alive there. Right. Correct. So we don't want you to die. So we keep everybody alive. But almost die. You know what I'm saying? We don't yeah. allow death. I mean, when somebody dies, bad shit happens. Whoever killed, you're done. Yeah. Right? But, and we don't allow escape. Because, hey, if you're not here, we're not getting money for you. Yeah. Outside of that, we do not monitor too closely what the fuck is going on or why it's happening. It doesn't concern us. We don't care. Mm-hmm. You live in there, not us. Y'all are fucking animals anyway. In their minds, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You're a number for profit. Why oh, you think they got all their numbers on their backs? Mm-hmm. I know. So, That's you can do whatever. Yeah, it's a lot of stuff. It's a lot. A lot going on, you know what I'm saying? I've had so man. Yeah. Yeah. We could go on about That's why some people, you know what I'm saying? You know how they get, you get acclimated to prison life. Yeah. It happens. And when you get out, man. You know what I'm saying? No and it's a way to function there that don't work in society. What's, what's society when you've known this thing, you know, this this way of life? It's like going to the army. I mean, you're literally not in society anymore once you're a family. All morality, it's like all structures change. You can get PTSD from damn near anything. You're completely, you can't leave the country, you can't vote. Can't really won't be able to get a job. You can't, so you can't vote for a period of time. You know what I'm saying? Like, after a certain amount of years, you actually can go re-register to vote. But that's yeah, assuming you, know that you don't number. go back yeah. to prison. Yeah, what's that number? That but they're number. betting on you going back I bet to you prison. Google knows that number, please. I just want to do that to let somebody maybe listen to them know. Like, yeah, absolutely. but they are betting on you going back to prison. Uh, right. Yeah. Oh, right. no, it's a pipeline. They're you're betting on that shit. meant to go back in there once you're in there the one time. Yeah. Like, you're not meant to it's come a system that's meant to keep you society. coming back that's in and out until you're in there for life. Yeah. Or you're dead. So that's just the real shit of it. Did you watch the Brian Stevens special on HBO? Brian Stevenson. He's a lawyer out in Alabama. He's like he's been doing hella reforms um, for kids who get the death penalty, mostly black kids. 
mm-hmm. under the age of 14 getting life for the death penalty, and the special's crazy. Apparently. Damn. What type of... What type of... Watches... A 14-year-old getting the death penalty is... Alabama. Alabama. Certain states I won't go to, Brad, in Alabama. He's the dude who coined... He's the dude who coined, like, you can draw a straight line from slavery to mass incarceration. His TED Talk is, like... The most, it was the most donated to TED Talk, so they did the math, and he didn't ask for any donations, he was just speaking about what he did, and by the end of it, he was making something like, when they added it all up, like 680k a minute of speaking, because people were just like, holy shit, holy shit. Watch this TED Talk after this, Brian Stevenson with a Y. Dude's real as fuck. I need to start watching some more TED Talks. I do enjoy TED Talks. I've seen some amazing TED Talks. Oh, they're great. And like... Transformative elections, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Building an AI that learns you yeah. and learns your political, baby. you know, beliefs. You know what I'm saying? How you would vote, how you would decide on a decision, how you would process that. And bases it off your social media, bases right. it off what you Google search, bases it off what you watch. Shit, on they're doing that right now. They're doing that right now. Instagram yo. got that right now. Like, nah, yo, yeah. I be thinking about some shit and it'll pop up. I don't like it. Um, right, like, right. But wait, let me just say this one thing. After a person has been released from prison, if they are, they don't go back in five consecutive years, they can re-register to vote. Just wanted okay. to throw that out there. Yeah. There's Get that knowledge to the people. The yeah, there's definitely other obstacles and things that have to be done, but that's the closest what's time. What's the, what's the retention rate? I was gonna say, what's the what's the rate on people going back to jail after they're released? No, but I was up in Boston last week and at this house where they're running a startup and they're doing Facebook ads and they got this intern from Lehigh, mad funny kid putting up Facebook ads and he was telling us about them and I was like what bro like he's setting up targeted ads for some clients and I'm talking we can target you like nobody's business like if you just punch in an email that it used to be that you had to give your data and like your name your date of birth whatever now if you just give your email on a site and sign up for something I, as a company, send that to Facebook. They go through all recent searches, send me back everything they got. Hometown, shoe size, skin color, marital status. So that now when I'm, then when I'm doing targeted ads on Facebook, I can literally target people who have clicked on blank, clicked on that. And I was like, damn. And he was telling us all about like, even the average, even any of me and you could just hop on Facebook ad manager and target really specific. But this retargeting thing is like scary. Because they're making laws against it, and Facebook just keeps being like, send us the data, and then we'll just go through every recent search and shoot you back all their info. And that's legal. But it's crazy. Yeah. I was like, my mind. His recidivism rate. Like, all that stuff is real as hell when you're on Instagram scrolling. Recidivism rate? Recidivism. Yeah, I have it right here. Let me find the rate, though. That's a hell of a word. It was, it was much worse than what it sounds I mean, is it dangerous? Damn. Is it potentially hazardous to you personally? Honestly, I always thought people are wilding out when they say that. Because when I'm scrolling Instagram, I see like flight deals and stuff. I'm like, oh, sweet. I'm glad they're listening because this is exactly what the fuck I want to see. They're listening is the... Who, yeah. yeah, but like... What? 
No, the problem is I'm not getting any money for it. Now that's where things are gonna change when they put in all this blockchain stuff. At some point it's gonna be, oh, you want my data? Cool, it's 16 bucks a gigabyte or something. And people are gonna be getting paid for their data, apparently. Because I don't care that they're listening to me and sending me targeted ads because it's all the shit I wanna see. Now, when you use that to like manipulate elections and freaking show media that's targeted to blah blah, that now that's and, it's, it's, and there's no way and then block stop. out shit. Okay, that I you don't, want to hear some really yeah, scary shit? I might not exactly, want to see, which is bad. Well, that's that just you might not want me to see. Yeah, me? exactly. I actually have two topics that you guys would dive into. The first though is that I was watching the dude who wrote um, *Sapiens*. You all know Harari. He's like we are respected as this like predictive thinker. Whatever. He, like goes and meditates for like years, comes back, writes a book. Anyways. Dude's mad smart and wrote about that AI now is going to be not just tracking your clicks, but they're going to be tracking you the whole time we're on a phone. It's going to be tracking where our eye movements go and stuff. Yeah. So they say when you're a 10 year old, you don't even know if you're gay or straight. They're going to send you a Coca Cola ad. It's going to be a woman and a man on a beach. Boom, they're going to know, all right, like he's like this much gay or straight. Start sending you those ads. And they, he says, like, they're going to be hacking you at every turn. Now, that I don't like. I don't mind targeted ads. But don't like be doing like, like don't be tracking much. That's where we're headed, bro. That's where we're headed. Yeah, why would it be? Yeah, because yeah, I mean, facial recognition was just facial recognition. As soon as they started doing that, it yeah, was exactly. So your phone is definitely always constantly watching. Yeah. They're saying knows where you at, knows when you picked the phone up. You know what I'm saying? Well, now, okay, phones are able to. Create Wi-Fi spaces. Well, what are these yeah. Wi-Fi spaces? Well, where do? are what kind of information is being brought back to the phone? Man. Where the fuck are my porn suggestions been? Since they know oh, what man, I've been doing, since they know what I'm looking at, why don't yeah, they say, "Hey, Ron"? Why don't they put that in my Gmail and be like, "Hey, Ron, have you seen this new shit, bro? Check it out. Check out this new Victoria Junior, nigga." It's too obvious. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Check out this stupid tour. You can't drop it off at the front door Thanks. like that for you, you know what I'm saying? You at least gotta go shopping. See, but I did shop, but it was free. <laughs> oh, wait. Let's just get to the quick, the national redivism. Recidivism. Recidivism, thank you. Rate. We That's got an estimated... They they said off of the um, the estimation, sixty eight percent of released prisoners were arrested within three years, seventy nine percent within six years, and eighty three percent within nine years. So five years. Listen to this: eighty two percent of prisoners arrested during the nine year period were arrested within the first three years. Almost half, forty seven percent. Of prisoners who did not have an arrest within three years of release were arrested during years four through nine. Forty-four percent of released prisoners were arrested during the first year following release, while twenty-four percent were arrested during year nine. I don't know why they decided to. They're counting it like back. that. <laughs> that just means they're not doing their fucking job. They're, Which no, obviously everybody knows, no, they're but I'm doing just saying like their job. <laughs> yeah, their job is just not. They know exactly. The their job is not. Yeah, they're designed to come back. Yeah, that, that you know was saying? basically like they the opposite. They have it down. They're getting yeah. paid because they're doing their job. Too. It's, it's private prisons, exactly bro. They're do. corporations. And those they're not, rates, yeah. you know what I'm saying, would be different if it really wasn't controlled and scrutinized. You know what I'm saying, like how many of those are black? 
Percentage of those released prisoners actually die within the first five years. Yeah, yeah. dead or back in jail. Because what situations are they being put back into and not having been rehabilitated and not having gained any skills or assets yeah. while incarcerated to prepare them to go back into and if they did, who a hired? society that is not the same as when they went, as in. When they went in. It has advanced. The 2025ers. They are now five years behind. Hell, imagine someone yeah, being in five years ago coming yeah, out yeah. now. You know what I'm like, saying? Or however long you've been well, in, you are behind. Technology, the shit you got to be good at, the shit that you have to know. And you have extra barriers because you are you were just released from prison. Yeah. You are a convict. It's true. <laughs> you know yeah, there's stigma on you. Hey, on you. Not on getting you a job. Like You're a not getting a job. Like a stench, bro. So, so why not? Just, then you're. Why not push? Why not? <laughs> why not? You're gonna end up going right back to what you would. Why doing. not try? They got you in there. Something else. And that's if you're still not trying to process and what then, you just got out of. And exactly. then it's your fault. Damn. And then at the very end of it, it's your fucking. It always comes back. I exactly. At the end of the day, it's your fucking. I kill myself because of the shit I just went through. At the end of the I could have been getting like raped every day. You feel me? That's some wild shit. That's some wild shit. I would never get over some shit like that. Yeah, yeah no. Never. I mean, yo. You yo, you seen that Joe Rogan yeah, podcast with forward, that? Bro. It was a white dude who got so fucked up in jail. What was his name? You seen it, Jamal. That white dude that was on Rogan and he told the craziest stories. And now he's like a beacon of hope and like trying to talk to prisoners. It will blow your mind. He talks about, he gets out. He's being transported. He goes, I escaped twice the second time accidentally. He was being transported. One officer said, said, can I use the bathroom when they stopped at a gas station? The officer said, yeah, and then that officer walked away. He came out the bathroom and the other officer saw him, just immediately pulled his gun out, thought he was trying to get away, started firing. And the dude was like, no, no, no. Kept firing, he ran, ran, ran. And now he's like, I'm a convict on the run. Went back in jail, like raped, beaten by, like, it's crazy. And now he like talks about it and like, it was insanity though. It's like a lot. You gotta sit down and be ready to be like, fuck. Here's some Real shit. life Shawshank Redemption and shit out here. Some crazy. Look, all that being said, there are organizations. I wish we knew some names to drop. Both my parents are in nonprofit in New York and there are hella justice system reform organizations like trying, trying to make things better. Because people know, at this point it's like almost common knowledge. Nobody's like, wait, what? Abuse in jail? Everyone's like, yeah, don't go to jail because it's like, but maybe so nobody right. cares. Like maybe everyone's like, "Yeah, we know what the fuck do you want me to do about it. Don't go to jail." Well, that's the part. Right. That's yeah. why he said earlier, the blame always falls back on the it's person. It's gonna go back on the person. It goes back. You know what I'm saying? So society Even if you know all that, this. You know all of this. It's like no, it was their fault. Yeah. They should have went. And that's they made the mistake. That's the word. That's the biggest thing about it. It's their fault. It's gonna be their fault. So we're not, nobody looks at it, you know what I'm saying? And because of that, everybody looks at it with the expectation that these people are supposed to help themselves. 
see how this parallels into other things like education or like yeah. how we give poor education now we give them these shitty schools shitty situations teachers that want to move to another district to make more money in the not as not as minority based school district we're like wait it's your fault for not taking advantage of your school opportunity why didn't you play ball why aren't you at party that what else do you have? What other choices there than to go try to make money some other way? What other choices that when you get pushed towards it and all and, and from every side when you get pushed towards a decision that changes your life for the worse? And thus we have systematic reasons. Flavor never ended. There's so many avenues that lead back into that. It's yeah. so even in 2019, when you have all these things, all these different ways of getting to this conclusion, you can tell that this that we used to think right that it was lack of information. Yeah, now people move. Like you, if you want to know, it's right there. Eh, if you want to know, know yeah, it's right there. Know. A lot of people don't. Yeah. The whole they thing can't is really, they can't really wrap their minds not to it. listen to a lot right. of shit. You can just put you can want to know. Prove it. Yeah, you get that a lot of proof. I ain't see it. You know what I'm saying? It's like how many people aren't being exposed versus how many people are being exposed but choosing. It's just like we got this that's what I want to know. It's called veganism or you know people stepping biggest, away from meat because if you, if you choose to not show. acknowledge things, you are a part of the crown. You like are a part of the atrocity. You want at least acknowledgement. No, at least be like, look, I was. You're not look, part man, of the crown. Yeah, you're not part of the solution though. Yeah. You're definitely not a part of the solution. You're stagnant. You're, you're a part of it potentially spreading and, and getting and bigger. The problem by not addressing your anything. Fate, the problem. Well, the problem is so idea, there's a difference between ideals and actions, right. right? Like if you see a bank robber and you stay out of it, you know what I'm saying? Because you're across the street, you and you're worried about the safety of yourself. You might be you know around in jail for accessory. You're not, you know what I'm saying, part of that crime. You're seeing right. it happen, and you should cooperate with the police so they don't pin you on that right. crime. You know what I'm saying? Which they might do anyways. Depending oh, on you're not expected you to risk your own well-being like at any point. Right. But if an ideal, you know what I'm saying? If, you know what I'm saying, a dangerous way of thinking or a certain rhetoric about people that's unfair or, you know what I'm saying, oppressive or derogatory. Yeah, stepping in and saying something is is different. It's, at, oh, least, it's the, at least a base level move. They say, the, all right. Yeah. Like at least like look, yo, don't bring that energy look, here type of deal. That's what does what you said. It stops it from spreading. But right. as a as a as a straight white male in the room, and people I've known like being a philosophy major in Carolina, I heard some fucked up shit like frat parties, all that shit. And not that I was in a frat, fuck that whole scene. But <laughs> when we were confused freshmen, bro, what it is for a lot of white kids is like they don't know how to they don't know how to accept account like. You need to be able to say, I get it, like, I'm not accountable, but we're all collectively responsible now for fixing it. Like, kids can't say, oh shit, like, but I wasn't accountable, it's not me, why am I now, like, why is my spot at this college getting taken by this person who didn't have as good an SAT score than me, blah, blah, blah. It's like, bro, yeah, it's not your fault, but you're now still responsible to help fix what's happened, like, and people can't, like... It's either like, it's not my fault, so I don't have to do shit. At least for a lot of kids I know, kids feel like, and I'm always like, bro, you don't get it. Like, if you just say I didn't do it, I'm like, no, nobody did. Neither did the fucking black kid who doesn't have the chance. Like, he didn't do it either, dumbass. 
But like, like that when I was at boarding school, that was the favorite line of like uh, trying to trying to have race discussions, right? Because a lot of the racism I saw at that 14, 15 year old white kids is very immature, right? It wasn't, you know, it wasn't white nationalism. It wasn't anything like that. But it was. You can see it, right? You can see what what how they had grown up, what they had been around, you know, who they've hung around, who they've been allowed to be with through parental and shit like that, it's, you could, you could, you could see it forming, you know, the line I heard a lot was, well, slavery was so long ago, right, why should, why am I being victimized for it, I'm like, you're missing the whole point of history, in terms of repeating itself, yeah, we're not picking cotton, but look, bro, like, that means there's been some progression, but remember, your parents, you know, as recently as that, your parents more than likely were implicit in this Jim Crow, in this, in this national feeling of, 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 of this. Of what was right and wrong? Yeah, of, 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 putting, of putting minorities to this, to what we think of, to what's being thought of now, where, you know, it's easy to dismiss something as, it's easy, you know, see it on, you know, Twitter from the Egg Abbeys and the Dog Abbeys and the American Flag Abbeys. Like to just straight up dismiss, you know, oh, here we go again, the race card, the racism thing. I've heard it a million times before. I'm like, well then why are we, this is the next step. It's the very next step. You're right, we shouldn't be bringing this up anymore. But we are, cause it exists, it's yeah. real. Everything is there for you to have the knowledge on this. And I'm just glad you said that, the knowledge on That's the first step for any and everybody. Knowledge. You know what I'm saying? Armor yourself with knowledge. That's the most powerful thing you can do in any situation, no matter what the topic is. So whether it's concerning you, a friend, you gotta know something about it. You gotta know why Why is this a conversation why, that should be had. Like, you know what I'm saying? Getting the factors. Why? The details. You know, why are people looking at me with the expectation that I should know something about this and I should be able to speak on this? Like, a lot of people, you know what I'm saying? Especially if you're talking about white people, white privilege comes into play. They aren't even aware. They don't, That's what I was about to say. At what point do you think it's somebody's responsibility to go get that knowledge? Like, do you blame a kid who was raised somewhere, doesn't even know about it, and he comes in saying, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, I was first in line for some shit where he gets, like, some, whatever, and he doesn't even know, like, what happened. Right, right, because I ran into that in college. He needs to know more. So, at what point point is it his responsibility to go know more? The second he finds out. His world shouldn't be revolving around that. Yeah. Because yeah. first of all, when that and happens, he shouldn't be asking himself no, questions. No, that's a good answer. Hit him or herself questions like, "Wow, what just happened, and why?" You know what I'm saying? And I ran into that first year in Me college. Too. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Know. White people who had never been around a black person, like actually had a conversation with somebody of color, because yeah. that's where they were from. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They went to high school with the same 26 people who they went to middle school and elementary with. You know what I'm saying? Like, ridiculous. Exactly, so yeah, what do you expect? Like, you can't expect that person to... You see, at the time, I don't expect mind just blown, know. You know what I'm saying? But, I, and also, I didn't give a fuck. 
Yeah. You know, so I was like, this fucking hick ass, ignorant ass white person, get out my face. And I just went on about my business. But now it's like, if I'd have had a conversation in that environment with them, yeah. maybe, you know maybe they had had those conversations maybe. with others. Like, yo, I just had this crazy conversation with this, this black dude living in my dorm. You know what I'm saying? You know, his friends like him. What is black dude? What? Yeah. Okay. Well. Then, yeah, ripples. Exactly. Yeah. And then on, then on that, the responsibility is on us to know more that we can speak on it. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like that. That we can. There's certain facts that you drop time. on somebody and they're like, wait, is that true? Like, like incarceration, like a lot of these things. If you drop incarceration stats on someone, I think everyone will believe in that they're still systems. Bro, the fact of the matter is, though, it's been out there, dog. Right. Mm-hmm. I know. I so, know. statistics are a picture that has been presented. It's been out there, bro. Right? Yeah. So, These just like any picture that you see, it's up for interpretation. Yep. All right. And people can just as easily deny yeah, statistics. Right. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? See yeah, yeah. You can skew what statistics you're saying, you know what I'm saying? That's why. I, Framing. What are statistics talking about? You know what I'm saying? How are your operation operational yeah, definitions right presentation now? Presentation is huge. You know what I'm saying? Because they can say, well, this says that this is showing this, but what does that have to do? You know what I'm saying? They can take it in. Yeah, 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 easily. So stats, like, it's yeah. just stats. It's stats. But it's you know experiences definitely rise Living through something, seeing something. Well, the human mind has said, like, the, that's why the best stories beat the best stats when you're selling a product. Because humans, we think we're rational, but at our guts, we're all emotional, thinking about stories. It's like, give me 40 pages of stats or give me one account of somebody actually going through the shit, and then mm-hmm. I might believe it. And right. we're selling our humanity. We're selling, <laughs> that's what we're selling. So, why not be passionate about it? Well, I feel all right, this I guy. Feel all right, good pep dude. talk. I feel blessed <laughs> as a white dude to be able to hear all y'all's perspectives like in a room like this. Because that shit. No, probably why I'm leaving Carolina, bro. Not something you get yeah. often. I have my stuff. Yeah. Um, I first encountered like when I wrote PG County. Like, yeah, we have a lot of rich niggas. We also have a lot of niggas that shoot each other. We have like nice, nice little uh, hopscotch area of that type of shit running around. So I started playing lacrosse because I was like basketball. I never want to keep playing sports. I want to play something I've never played before. So they had a boys and girls club for that. And that was the first time I, I was 12. It was the first time I really started talking to white people. And I had my own shit. I had shit that I had to work through when I was talking with things. I'm like, look at y'all out here, can't jump. Niggas out here, we're the best athletes. We're the ones scoring all the goals. Fuck y'all, y'all can't do that. I had, I had, you know, I had my athletic bias with that. And. You know, a lot of them took that as a way to throw back racism in my face, which something I had never really experienced. You know, I, I've seen cops, I've seen, I've had to talk to my parents about what to do when a cop shows up, shit like that, but I had never experienced it at that point. And it doesn't, it's not what it looks like in those MLK cartoons where it's in your face on the train and you're getting separated. It's silent, it's quiet, it's yeah. behind. It's, it's a feeling. The little it's, things. It's the little things that add up to you wanting to beat the shit out of them. And you know that you can't. Yeah. Cause if you do, like you can, you always fucking can. 
<laughs> got into, and with lacrosse sticks, it was a little easy to do that shit. But then but you then also you just feed that but, shit. And that's how, and I had to grow with that, with getting older and like walking away from situations, knowing when to fight my battles, knowing when to, knowing how much information I needed to put out in a certain scenario, in order to feel like okay. Either I've made a difference or I just, or you know what, somebody else is probably going to have to do this better than me. And I can move on about the situation. And that took years. But I mean, everyone can grow from their situations. You just have to want to. Nah, the experience thing is big, like you just said. Alright. How about that Cam Newton, huh? No, we're not getting back to that. After such a great conversation, we're about to cut it. There's no way we're about to give Cam that airtime. Um, yo, this has been another episode of Good Vibes Anonymous. Thank y'all for uh, rocking with us. This is a good time, gentlemen. Thank you for your perspectives. Definitely gonna get back to doing this more often. Yeah, we'll get and, back uh, to anything y'all want to say to the to the peoples out there, the the streets, the fans, the fans. Educate yourselves. Yes. Get out there, talk to people. Talk to people who think differently than you as much as you can. Yes. If they no. look different than you, fucking embrace that shit. Life's all about perspectives, man. Get as many as you can. We only got one shot at this, boy. So, you know, make it count. Here. Fantastic. And yeah. stop fucking up the planet. Yes, Lord Jesus. That's something everybody should agree with. We all gonna die, motherfucker. They keep telling you. We got less than 15. We all gonna fucking die. Stop it. Have you seen the water world, nigga? We gonna be dead. Unless they start doing that, you know. Miami gone. You want Miami to go away? I love Miami. Miami's a beautiful city. I don't want it to be underwater. Fuck. Come on, son. We all gonna be living in North Dakota. Huh? As a geologist, you want to live in the Great Plains? Is that what you want? As a geologist, Tornado Alley, we're already too late. <laughs> <laughs> we already fucked up. Yeah, it's kind of dark. All right, we're gonna be we already fucked up. <laughs>